Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? You told us, well, it's going to be time to panic. Well, is it time to panic? Well, let me just tell you, folks, it's never going to be time to panic. Because we're never going to give up. We're not going to give up on America. America is worth it. America is worth it fighting for. America's worth not giving up. And while we have that attitude of not giving up, we are constantly going to be searching, strategizing, coming up with ways to prevail. We've got the basics. We have we have millions and millions of Americans that are fed up. Can't wait to do something about it. There will be a series of ideas that people come up with based on Dealing with the fraud that we know we have to deal with. You're not alone. You're not a singular individual all by yourself out there trying to fight these people by yourself. There are 74 million plus and growing. We're not going to give up on America. From sea to shining sea. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hey, hey, hour three of the Wendy Bell Radio program. It's official and you can get it on our podcast, Wendy Bell Radio, wherever you get your favorite listening. Uh, download us, like, share, follow, give us a five-star review. I can't believe we already have one and a half million people who've downloaded the podcast onto their devices. Thank you so much for being a part of what we're doing here. Small but mighty, I like to say. You know, we started the program talking about this idea of, of scapegoats. If you're going to be a dirtbag and you're going to do something that you ought not do, you've got to have a strategy. You've got to have somebody to take the fall. And you have to have your own, like, escape hatch, right? You have to have a way that you can walk off into the sunset unscathed as some sorry schmuck, you know, gets saddled with guilt or with, with a conviction and, and goes away. And it's gross. Whether it's actual time or it's the theft of someone's reputation. It's happened. It happened to Derek Chauvin as he sits in prison for doing what? The exact technique taught by the Minneapolis Police Department. But let's not talk about that at trial. You go away. You'll be stabbed mercilessly in prison. You are the collateral damage. Mm-mm, you're the one who's got to take the fall for this. Because if we didn't convict you, Derek Chauvin, there would be madness. Really? Who else? Well, we talked about Rudy Giuliani. Think about anybody from January 6th who did not break the law. I mean, if you break the law, I get it, but this is stupid. You don't go to prison for 18 years for something that you could have done. I mean, no judge in this country in realville would agree to sending someone away for a hard time because of a threat they could possibly pose. And that's what happened. Think Enrique Tarrio. He wasn't even in D.C. Think Stuart Rhodes. Think Kelly Meggs and his wife. Think all of these people, right? Well, what, about, what about conspiracy theorists? Those of you out there who are like I am, and you were labeled any number of things, an election denier, a vaccine 
you know, anti-vaccine, whatever the heck it was, whatever the story du jour was, if you asked a question about it or you put a post on social media about it, like, does anybody else think this is kind of weird? They struck you down. They shut you out. Really? How about the people who said, you know what, what went on in Georgia, in Fulton County, Georgia? What happened with Ruby Freeman and Shay Moss? What happened with the, with the big, you know, suitcases full of ballots coming out from underneath the, the cloth draped tables and the quote unquote emergency that caused the count to stop when actually it really continued because there's video. You know, I'm not some like wacko inventor of my own reality. We watched it. We saw it. Those are the people who sued Rudy Giuliani for defamation. No, Kat, we watched you. Right? This is not complicated. And so Donald Trump called then Secretary of State and, and still Secretary of State of SOC, Brad Raffensperger. And the job of Secretary of State among other things, is to maintain accurate voter rolls. Well, first of all, if we're ever going to have safe elections and secure elections and dependable elections, that crap has to be remedied stat. And they're not, of course. Donald Trump called Brad Raffensperger and he's like, yo, what's going on? Like, we've, we've gotten this weird report. Guy stopped counting, but the counting continued. And then we saw these weird fluctuations in the numbers. Like, what's going on? What happened? Nothing. It's all good. All good. Then Donald Trump gets indicted for daring to question what was clearly bogus. Right? Scapegoat. How about this story? It's big. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger refuses to testify under oath about Secretary of State's Dominion voting machines. I have not been muzzled. I have asked questions about Dominion. They are involved in many lawsuits. Weren't they the ones who, who sued Fox for like $800 million? If you guys believe that. Okay. If you believe that. Here's your story. The Federal District Court of the Northern District of Georgia unsealed the 96-page Halderman report in June of 2023. This is the security analysis of Georgia's ImageCast X ballot marking devices. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger was hiding this report from the public for two years. Why, Brad? And if you didn't, then you should clearly be able to come out and say that's not true and prove it. No, when you take the fifth or you hide altogether, it's kind of like having weird pseudonyms and a creepy ghost phone. University of Michigan professor of computer science and engineering Jay Halderman and secretary researcher, excuse me, security researcher and assistant professor of Auburn University, Drew Sringali, collaborated on this report where they discovered many exploitable vulnerabilities in the Dominion voting systems image cast X system. Far-left Georgia Judge Amy Totenberg sealed and covered up the results of the investigation on Dominion voting machines in Georgia and sat on the report for two freaking years till its release last summer. What does the report do? Well, it confirms that votes can be altered. (gasps) 
you don't say. In the Dominion voting machines. So weird. Can be altered. In fact, the report reveals that the Dominion software is vulnerable and can be hacked. Get out of town. It's like sort of like stuff that we were asking about, talking about three years ago. Trump hating Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger hid this information from the public until June of this year. This particular website, the Gateway Pundit, posts a copy of the report. And it's long. I mean, it's 96 pages long. Professor Holderman wrote about his findings in a blog post after the reports released. And it says this. Back in September 2020, the court granted the curling plaintiffs, these are people involved in litigation, access to one of Georgia's touchscreen ballot marking devices so that they could assess its security. We extensively tested the machine and discovered vulnerabilities in nearly every part of the system that is exposed to potential hackers and attackers. The most critical problem we found is an arbitrary code execution vulnerability that can be exploited to spread malware from a county's central election management system to every BMD, which is a ballot marking device, in the jurisdiction. This makes it possible to attack these voting machines at scale over a wide area without needing physical access to any of them. Well, now that's kind of freaking big. Is that not pretty freaking big? Why wouldn't you release this, Brad? Why when Donald Trump called and said, yo, you know what? This is just not adding up for me. Why would you lie to the president of the United States, let alone any of us citizens of these United States? Brad. It's almost like you were in on something. So Raffensperger, a vocal never-Trumper, has been aware of the investigators' findings for two years. That means that he, as Georgia's Secretary of State, ran these vulnerable machines during his own re-election in 2022. What can you trust? When all the votes are counted, Joe Biden's going to win. This was the safest, most secure election ever. Really? I think not. So... How long is this going to be okay? How long is this bullying, blackmailing suck of this Beltway bubble going to be okay? How many elections have been corrupted? Abe Hamaday in Arizona, did he lose? Did Carrie Lake really lose? Did Scott Jensen really lose? Did Doug Mastriano really lose? Whom do you believe? Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, the rewriting of America's history continues. This one's going to get you mad. It should at least. And it takes us to Florida next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You know, how, how is the... the 
how is the dirtbag situation in Georgia where there's a report chronicling all of these various ways in which the elections have, are, are compromised? Machines can be compromised. You have a report. You don't share the report. How is this any different than George Floyd's autopsy being kept from the public? Because if you knew... And then you watch Derek Chauvin go down in flames and be flushed away as the collateral damage scapegoat so that their narrative could limp forward another day, right? You'd be outraged. I want you to hear this. I'll just read like the first two lines. This is, this is a news story from WALB News. This is your headline. Knowing what you know now, that that the Secretary of State of Georgia, when all of this stuff came out, that the machines were compromised, that they could be hacked and compromised easily, right? Sits on it for two years. Make sure he gets reelected, right? This is how the news covers this. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger maintains accurate voter lists and works with counties to update inaccurate data from voter rolls. The news parrots what these idiots want them to say, what these idiots want them to say, right? There's no critical thought. Well, how did you do that? Show me how you do that. Show me proof. It's like saying, if we don't stop farming in this country, 30% of the emissions of blah, blah, blah come from farming. Show me, prove that. Who says so? You? You want me to trust your science? Anybody can say anything. There is no more critical thought. There is no diving in and investigating. There is actual no fact-checking. They're silencing. They're cover-ups. They're smoke screens. They're fall guys. But there's no truth. There's no honesty. Which is gross and predictable. Well, I want to bring you this. And it's it's a news story out of Florida. The Jacksonville mayor has decided to remove the last Confederate statue in that community without getting any okay from the city council, without getting any okay from the voters, just decided, Shazam, I'm going to do this. This is in my purview. I want you to hear a news report about it as we get into a little of the, new, of the nuance. Listen to this. This is a live look at the construction workers that have really just covered and surrounded the last standing Confederate statue in Springfield Park. Part of it has already come down this morning. And we just heard from the mayor's office about this move in the last 30 minutes. We have been pressing them for answers since yesterday. Here's the statement. It says in part, this is a widespread campaign to promote justify and justify Jim Crow laws in South and intimidate African-Americans, referring to uh, the statue there. It says the cost of this work is $187,000. Oh, great. The funds did not come from the city. Instead, it came from the Jesse Ball DuPont Fund Mm. and anonymous donors. It says the Office of General Counsel found that city council approval was unnecessary since the city funds are not being used or requested for the work. Can you imagine how, how insulting? Every single day. How insulting is the barrage of stories to black Americans? We believe that this statue 
is dangerous to you. And so we're going to spend $3 million, as the case was at Arlington National Cemetery, to take down the reconciliation memorial because we believe that's going to move the needle for you. Whatever happened in the past, whatever your lineage to, to the, the awfulness of slavery, segregation, the civil rights struggle, all of that. We're going to boil it down. This statue is, that's going to solve it. Of course not. How embarrassing, how insulting we have to swoop in. Oh, the white liberal heroes of the day. We're going to make everything fair. We're going to make everything right. Just hang with us. They suck. USA Today picked it up. Jacksonville mayor removes Confederate monument while GOP official decries cancel culture. How does taking out 2,000 Confederate statues since George Floyd change anything? It doesn't. It's a momentary forest fire. It's a little smoldering. All right, let's get out the oil drum. You got some stuff to burn? Did you bring your Zippo? Let's go. Oh, no. We focus on this. Can you believe what they're doing? Can you believe that they're taking away history? All the while, what's really going on is is so much darker, so much dirtier. I mean, we have a president who, who took bribes. Dude was paid. Family made millions, tens of frigging millions of dollars, right? No, no, pay attention to this story over here. This is important. See, once you can see what they're doing, sadly, I'll tell you, it makes you angrier. But it does something inside you. Once you see, you can't go back asleep. You you can't drift off and hit cruise control. You can't remain comfortably numb. It doesn't work like that. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, The great American wake up. It's happening. And we're going to stay in Florida for this story. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. This kind of communication is always a little tricky because I think we have a lot of feelings involved with COVID, the virus, the handling of it, how the news was corrupted the fake narrative, the safe and effective, safe and secure. Get it, it's important, it's for the greater good. And I know a lot of you have very mixed feelings about this and I respect that. I believe that you should be able to make decisions for yourself. That nobody should hold a gun to your head and say that if you don't do X, you can't have Y. And never before had we danced on that line as we did in the late winter, early spring of 2020. But the story is coming out now. And people who need to speak up are speaking up. And specifically, I'm speaking of Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Ladapo. This article comes to you from Revolver News. Florida Surgeon General believes when the real truth comes out about COVID vaccines, Pfizer will cease to exist. 
It's a pretty big statement on the COVID vaccine and it's coming out of Florida and it could be the final nail in Pfizer's coffin. As negative news piles up around the controversial vaccine, it looks like the American public is waking up from their media-induced haze and is now rejecting the vaccine and its four zillion boosters with a vengeance. The mainstream media labels this as vaccine and pandemic fatigue, but it is probably more about people getting spooked. With all these reports of sudden deaths among healthy, likely vaccinated people worldwide, who could blame them? Not surprisingly, the number of Americans lining up for the vaccine and its boosters has plummeted. But we got to talk about something that is alarming and it is not wildly or widely being covered. Certainly not by your mainstream news. Because these are the people who are telling you, go get this, go do this. This is the right thing to do. These people were the machinations of the message of suck. And because of that, I will forever despise them. It's all about DNA contamination found in the mRNA COVID vaccines. And people are coming out. We've heard from pathologists. We've heard from oncologists. We've heard from family doctors. We heard from the embalmer guy, right? Remember when he had him on? And he's like, look, I can tell you firsthand. I'm supposed to remove the blood from a decedent's body. Blood is not supposed to look like this. And it's consistent among those who are vaccinated and have died. Scary. I want you to hear the Florida Surgeon General. I want you to hear him talk about this. About the questions that we all should have. The truth that is starting to drip out. And what this could mean for Pfizer. For Big Pharma. And, and quite frankly... The bigger story for me is ever trusting the science again. Audio soundbite number one. This is important. Again, this is Dr. Joseph Ladapo. He is the Surgeon General from Florida. Go. If you're moving at the speed of science, you know, sometimes people skip important steps. Yeah. And we certainly saw that with the trials that were done by Pfizer and Moderna, and we're seeing it now with the FDA. And this is just one example. I mean, obviously there've been proper safety analyses that either haven't been released or haven't been performed by the FDA, but you know, this is the risk of moving at the speed of science, right. uh, that you're, you know, that you, you're playing willy nilly and loose with this risk of human DNA integration. And by the way, Dell, we only know about one or 2% of what our DNA does. The rest of it, almost all of our DNA, is a complete mystery, mystery known only to God. He's not, he's not saying anything crazy. He's merely saying what you worry about. And I do too. Oncologist and cancer researcher Dr. William Mackis. We've had him on the program. He has been like Liz Collin has been in Minneapolis, exposing the truth about George Floyd. Dr. Macus has been the same way in exposing these sudden deaths. Why are you not allowed to talk about that? Why will they not cover that? Why is there no honesty? It's the same reason why Brad Raffensperger refused to testify under oath 
about what he knows about the Dominion voting machines. Because if he did, he would have to lie to protect his own hide. Oncologist and cancer researcher Dr. William Mack is sounding the alarm on the sudden rise in turbo cancers, a recent term coined by the incredibly fast growing cancers found in COVID vaccinated individuals. Hear what the early data is showing in the causal relationship with the vaccine and the struggles doctors are having treating these patients. Can you, did you ever imagine that you would live in a world where you're supposed to pretend that everything that you see going on isn't really happening and you're supposed to lie to everybody and present a completely fictitious alternate reality? That's what we're dealing with. That's called mental illness. And man, it's serious. In audio soundbite number two, Dr. Ladapo continues, and he says something that I find particularly interesting. You know, people like Fauci cannot survive this. Not only needs does he need to be criminally charged and held responsible if all of the things that you and I believe are true, are true. These people in pharmaceutical companies, these people with the FDA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should totally get it as a six month old. Say what? The number of people who are pregnant, birthing people, beg your pardon. The number of pregnant women who took their doctor's advice because their doctor was said, told, hey, you'll have an incentive. If X percent of your practice gets vaccinated, you get this nice bonus. In what kind of creepy alternate universe does that happen? Where then the doctors say, fantastic. Do you think these doctors are now realizing why so many women have suffered miscarriages or delivered stillborns? It's not just because, ah, so weird. Numbers are ticking up. Whatever could it be? Joe Biden, who's clearly in mental decline. 81 million votes, of course, for sure. He never campaigned. Makes perfect sense. Don't talk about it. Dr. Ladapo on Pfizer possibly going down with this. Listen. There will be a reckoning eventually. And frankly, I think when, you know, the the real damage has been uh, totally accounted for, honestly, I'm not sure we're going to even have a Pfizer anymore. I don't think it's going to actually look the same way. Wow. Um, the, you know, the, the, the harm that has been done by these vaccines and the fact that this just basic work hey check let's do the due diligence let's just make sure yes i get it it's small amounts of dna let's make sure that none of that small amounts which by the way is equivalent to based on some of the studies that are out there billions of particles per dose of dna let's make sure it's not ending up somewhere like in eggs or in sperm you know in a place where it could be heritable could be could be passed on to offspring or could cause other problems. Let's just make sure out of respect for the human genome, it's not happened and it will be written about, you know, it's, it's, we'll see how, I don't know what the timeline is obviously, but, but uh, you know, I think you're right on Dell. This is going to unfortunately go down as a very sad point in history. It's not enough. 
It's not good enough. Do you guys remember when somebody in your family had COVID and they had an immune, they were compromised and you were afraid? And so you went to the hospital with them? And the hospital staff tested them and said, yes, you're positive. And took your loved one away from you and you never saw them again? There were payouts to hospitals for positive COVID diagnoses. There were payouts to hospitals for ventilation. There were payouts to hospitals for pushing lousy drugs that they knew didn't work on them. And there were hospital payouts for every single COVID death. Now, is there a dollar value on the people that you love? Do you look at your son and say, you know what, that's, that's probably a million dollars. Of course not. The thing that scares me is how fast people can be brainwashed into doing things that they know are wrong. How quickly somebody can take a smidgen of power and run with it and do such dark and dirty things. So while I appreciate the Florida Surgeon General saying we really need to look at this stuff. No, sir, we needed to look at that three years ago. And we said that. And we were ridiculed and we were canceled and we were silenced and we were permanently banned. And that I will never forgive coming up next on the Wendy Bell radio program why is it that Russia Russia is telling the truth in history books in high school about the 2020 election but we can't ever tell the truth what next I think that's what it is I'm thinking about I appreciate people like conservative members of Congress who get up and say what needs to be said. I I appreciate the Surgeon General in Florida getting up and saying what needs to be said. There's a lot of crap going on in these vaccines that we didn't know about. They knew about it. They knew they were dangerous. They knew they were deadly. And they did it anyway. You know what I want? I want someone whose pants are on fire to scream it from the mountaintops. I want to see that anger. I want to hear it. I want to feel it. I want to be able to taste it because I have it. Well, I think when all the truth comes out and people will find out what happened, we'll have to review. No, 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 no. You people are disgusting and evil human beings for doing this. I think that's why Donald Trump suits me. Because he doesn't care what you think. He'll say it. There you go. Fire, passion. I want that in a fighter. I want that in a president. Not passing the buck and being on vacation. How about this headline? Newsweek. Newsweek, what are you doing? 
It's like twice this week that Newsweek has had a somewhat reasonable article. But of course, we know that only 3.4% of journalists are Republicans, even though I think that's way overdone. I bet it's more like 1%. Russian textbooks say Trump lost in rigged election. What? A new textbook for Russian students claims former President Donald Trump lost the 2020 presidential election due to voter fraud committed by the Democrats. They can say it. Why are we hiding as though Dominion is going to come after us? (gasps) What are they going to do? People who don't have something to hide don't behave as bullies. People who don't have something to hide don't need to go to a judge and ask that a defendant not be allowed to present evidence of his or her innocence. Images from the history book, which is reportedly used by students in the 11th grade, have circulated on social media in recent days. Mark Bennett's foreign correspondent for the Times of the UK, posted a page from the book on Monday on his Twitter account, translating that the book said Trump lost the election, quote, as a result of obvious electoral fraud by the Democratic Party. Again, we're in the nucleus of this alternate reality that we all know is bogus. Everybody around the world knows it, too. And they're watching with incredulity at the feckless disregard, the weakness, the corruption, the scumbags, the swamp, the dirt, the suck. Meanwhile, we're living in it. And I'm looking around me going, is anybody else seeing what I'm seeing? Is anybody else on the same page? You can't be seeing, not seeing what I'm seeing. Images, I already said that. Trump and... I love when I do that. I start what I just said. Trump and some of his allies are facing criminal charges accused of attempting to interfere with the results of the 2020 election that President Joe Biden, quote unquote, handily won. This is Newsweek in its own liberal suck bias saying how silly, how outrageous. (laughs) I mean, it's it's Vladimir Putin's community. Of course, these people, these crazy people. Biden handily won, said Newsmax. Shame on or Newsmax, Newsweek. Shame on you, Newsweek. Shame on you. But we've come become very accustomed to it. Trump's claims of the election being rigged against him have been wildly debunked in courts of law and elsewhere. No, they haven't. They haven't. Factually incorrect. Fake news. Why is that fake news? Because the judges have refused to hear the cases. And refusing to hear the evidence does not mean that the evidence doesn't exist. It means you're part of the problem of suck. It means you're part of the demise of the justice idea, the balance, the scales, the blindfold. It should not matter what you look like. It should not matter what you do for a living or what your political proclivities are. The blindfold of the scales of justice are supposed to protect us from bias. 
so that we are all equal in the law, in the eyes of the law. That's not what we have. Isn't it amazing? The story goes on to say, Konstantin Sonnen, professor at the University of Chicago, who frequently writes about Russian politics, also shared the Russian textbook's false claims about the 2020 election on Twitter. You guys can come out of the woodwork. You can lie to our faces. You can tell us it's safe and secure. You can tell us it's safe and effective. You can tell us that you care. You can tell us that it's all about preserving democracy. You can say it until you have no more breath. We long ago stopped believing these voices, these people, these outlets, these politicians, these narratives. Because you know better. And apparently, so does Russian education. I'm going to read the headline to you one more time. Russian textbooks say Trump lost in a rigged election. Isn't it amazing? Of all the headlines today, that's the one that's true. Glad you're here. Come back tomorrow. Can't wait to see you. Peace. Peace.